people will uproot themselves from a situation mm-hmm. because it's just not the ideal situation. And God is saying, I need you to be planted in that place because it's the normalities of dysfunction right. and, the, and the consistencies of issues and troubles that is going to form you mm. and allow Christ to be formed in Ooh. you, yes. right? Yeah. And allow you to be transformed into the image of God, right? Right. Right. So there's something that has been turning through my mind, right? So in the book of Isaiah, it talks about and let me see if I have it here right in front of me. It says uh, in Isaiah chapter number 49, it says, listen to me, O coastlands. This is God talking to the, he's talking to not only to Israel, he's talking to the area surrounding Israel, but he says, the Lord called me from the womb, from the body of my mother, he named my name. Hmm. He made my mouth like a sharp sword in the shadow of his hand. He hid me. He made me a polished arrow. Oh, dude, that's so powerful. His quiver. That's so powerful. He hid me Uh, away. Dude, there is so much meat in there. Let me just say (laughs) this, first of all. I want to comment on that because it's funny you read that. I wasn't going to read that scripture, but one of the things as I was thinking about this conversation today, I wanted to talk about how God hides his treasure. Yes. He hides his treasure, bro. Yeah. And you know, dude, God is God is such um he has such manifold wisdom and he does everything with grace and yeah. intent. Yes. Right? That scripture right there, think about what it's saying. God yeah. he'll hide you. Yeah. Right to perfect you, yeah. so then that he can present you, mm-hmm. right, and then he shoots you out of that quiver, Ooh, releases. He you releases out. you, bro. Man. And in that season, when it's your time, this is Life Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of Life Talk Radio, where we are committed to providing value to your life and helping you to navigate your path to success. And today, I am super excited because not only do we have a great show for you, but we have an amazing guest that I'm going to in, uh, introduce here in just a moment. But first, I want to say that if Life Talk Radio is adding value to your life and this content is helpful, please take a moment to like, share, and subscribe to our channel because your suggestions matter. And this really is all about you. And so today I am super excited to uh, introduce my guest to you. His name is Joshua Aguilera is in the house. Say hello, my friend. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I just want to read a little bit about you for just a moment. So Joshua uh, actually has served in the youth ministry for uh, 17 years. Uh, he also served as the youth pastor in his local church for six years. Should six I say years. our local church? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the same church. Yeah. He is now the director for our live stream ministry for live stream ministry for the last two years. Uh, he's been a part of our music ministry and worship leader for the last 18 years. He's also licensed through the United Pentecostal International Church. Uh, he also is an 
and comes from a family of academics. <laughs> that is true. Joshua is a teacher and has been uh, a teacher in the public school system for uh, the past 10 years. Josh, yes. welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks. It's awesome to be here, brother Dana. <laughs> Seriously, man, this is amazing. Yeah, you can just call me Dana. Bro. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. So, you know, Josh, I, I wanted to have you on the show, bro, um, because, you know, I've known you for, for 16 years now, and I can, I can say that this young man seriously has been uh, someone solid uh, in my life and in the church. Uh, even as a teenager, you could see uh, the heart and the uh, the spirit uh, of God in him. It's always been there. It's always been evident. And bro, I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you are here today. Why don't you yeah. say hello to the folks? Yeah, it's an honor to be here, Dana. <laughs> I'm seriously, this is this is amazing to be here, to be able yeah. to, to talk with everybody and just to just be here. And I just, let's just have fun with this, man. This is going to be cool. This absolutely. Be cool. Absolutely. So, you know, as Josh and I were talking about, you know, what uh, we wanted to discuss um, in our episode, um, I really thought, because this is something that we have dealt with, uh, I'm a little bit older uh, uh, than than Josh. He's a younger man than I am. <laughs> but it's something that we seasoned. have all struggled. Seasoned. Yeah, seasoned. There you go. I like that. Seasoned. I'm a seasoned. If I had hair, it'd be great. <laughs> Although you do have some gray uh, hair. Yeah, I got quite a lot. <laughs> so so I want to talk to you about frustrating the process, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, you know, when you think about that, usually people don't think that you're frustrating the process, but we think about we're frustrated mm-hmm. in the process, right? Right. right. Uh, but I wanted to kind of turn that around a little bit and talk about frustrating the process, because when you look at the plan of God, uh, there is a time and season for everything, right? right. Uh, the book of Ecclesiastes talks about that. There's a time to, to sow, a time to reap, a time to laugh, a time to cry. And that biblical principle applies to everything in our life, especially ministry. Right. 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 So do me a favor and just kind of talk about, um, you know, what you're seeing in the 21st century church as a whole with both younger as well as people that have been waiting for God to do what they feel he's promised them to do. Right. So I can honestly say after doing youth ministry for so long, um, I've seen it the last 17 years, just this growth of this mindset of everything has to be instantaneous. And I feel like as this has progressed all the more with social media, Mm -hmm. with the way that technology is in the world today, that people think that the process of getting there, whatever Mm -hmm. there is, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. has to be this quick, almost like instantaneous kind of thing. And as the years have progressed, People have expected it to be quicker and quicker and right, quicker. Right. Right. So you have young people that were, you know, 18 years ago, you know, it was, you know, they knew that there was some time that went into it, but they still wanted it pretty fast. But right. now, right. fast forward right. 18 years, and now you have people that are young people that are like, well, if I'm not up there playing, if I'm not up there singing, if I'm not up there ministering after a year of living for God, after a year of giving myself to God, then, you know, what's, what's the point? Right. Am I ever going to get there? Right. So I feel like that need uh, for everything to be instantaneous Mm. is something that's really holding back our generation. Yeah. Um, And it, this newer generation that's coming in Mm -hmm. and, 
the whole thing with God, like you were saying, is there's times and there's seasons. Yeah. You are going to wait. Yeah. You're going to wait. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to wait for if you're somebody who hates winter like me. (laughs) Bro, so do I. I get the winter blues, bro. I do. I get the winter blues. I don't like the cold, the rain. Anyway, let's get back to the topic. (laughs) Thank God for the season. Amen. (laughs) But if you're like us, then you're waiting for spring. Yeah. Right. And spring just can't come soon enough. Yeah. Right. We can't just like wish, oh, right. spring here now, you right. know, we have to go through that seasons of waiting. Mm-hmm. We have to go through the season. Mm-hmm. We have to go through the process mm-hmm. of it all. That's and, good. That's good. And let me just kind of add to yeah. that because uh, it's important, you know, the sunshine and the rain mm-hmm. has significance. Yes. Right. If we had all, if we always had spring or summer, you know, we, yeah. we, it wouldn't, it would be an imbalance. Right. So, so when you, so God created the seasons for a reason and, you know, you can look at, and the Bible even talks about it's first natural, then spiritual, right? right. The natural gives us the, the tone of what's happening in the mm-hmm. spirit, you know? And so going back to what you're talking about, when God created the seasons, he did that for a purpose. Uh, when you look at, at fall, the, the trees, the beautiful trees lose their leaves, right? right? right. The, the fruit trees lose their fruit. Um, um, but it doesn't mean that it won't produce again. Right. Right. And so I, so going to what you're talking about, it's important that we are able to embrace, uh, every season that God has in store for us. And that Mm -hmm. waiting mode is, is as important as the actual work mode. Right. 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 What do you think about that? So let me just back up first before we talk about the work Let's talk about the weight. Mm-hmm. Something that was has been just turned through my mind right now. Like you said, everything we have to wait for. Mm-hmm. You can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. You can't have the sunshine without having the days of cloudiness, mm-hmm. right? You can't have the times of great growth without the times of planting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the harvest. You have all those things, right? Um, so... Something that has just jumped to my mind was when Jesus died, he was in the tomb Mm -hmm. for three days, Mm -hmm. right? There was this process of waiting that became resurrection. Mm, That's good. So there would be no resurrection without the death, Mm -hmm. burial, and the waiting period. There'd be no resurrection. Right. Okay. You need to have... All of those things yeah. to get to the resurrection. Yeah. When the sun goes down at night, mm-hmm. the sun dies, mm-hmm. so to speak. And mm-hmm. we're in that nighttime, mm-hmm. that waiting period. Mm-hmm. But then when the sun breaks out, uh, mm-hmm. breaks out, it's a resurrection, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. The yeah. same thing happens with crops, with plants and For everything. Sure. For sure. There's this time where... There's tremendous growth, but there's times where everything dies. For sure. But spring is coming. Yeah, that's good. Where everything is that's resurrected good. and that's grows good. again. That's good. So in the waiting, it doesn't necessarily mean that nothing is happening. In fact, it doesn't mean that. Right. 
It doesn't mean that. And you have to understand that. Yeah. It's, you know what, and let me just kind of catch the listeners up here a little bit. So basically what we're talking about is we're, we're speaking to those that are in ministry and you feel like you have mm-hmm. a call from God and you feel like that, uh, uh, that there's an anointing on your life to do whatever it is. It may be uh, pulpit ministry. It may yeah. be uh, singing, leading worship. It may be ushering. It may right. be, uh, I don't know, it may be teaching Bible studies uh, and you feel like that your your season hasn't come, you feel like you're overlooked, you feel like that uh, people don't see in you what you see in yourself, Right. okay? Um, and so that's what we're talking about today is frustrating the process because if you cannot learn to be still and wait on the Lord, mm-hmm. your season will never come because we can prolong. Yeah. We can prolong those yeah. off seasons, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, what you're talking about is 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 having the ability to rest where God has you, understand the sovereignty of God. Because if you really believe in the Lord, you have to accept His timing, right? And God is sovereign. And I know for you, I mean, even with as young as you are, and all the things that you've done with, you know, the youth pastorship, uh, leading worship, being a part of the worship team, now I'm being director of the uh, the music or the sound or live stream. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> do you feel like that you've reached where God has called you to? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. But what I believe that. God will lead you to things, to this. Every season, there's work to be done. Mm -hmm. Everything, every time. Like, it doesn't matter if you're in winter, fall, spring, summer. Mm -hmm. There's always something that can be planted. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. always something that is preparing for another season. Mm -hmm. So wherever God has you, Mm -hmm. and this, this could be in ministry, this could be in your work life, this could be in so many different places. Mm that this can apply because it doesn't matter where you're at. Yeah. You got work to get done. You got work to get done. You got things that have to take place yeah. before maybe God is just waiting for you to to develop something mm-hmm. before he moves into you into that next season. But I also believe this that since God is sovereign, mm-hmm. there is appointed times mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. things ha- mm-hmm. will take place. Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. why you see some people when they are, they get to that, they it just seems like boom. They get to that point. They're preaching, or they get that big job, that that big position, mm-hmm. and they're not always ready. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They have maybe they have some sort of deficiency in mm-hmm. them. Maybe they have something that you know they say or they have an anger problem mm-hmm. or they have you know a lust problem. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. you know a pride problem. Mm-hmm. But whatever's the case. There was an appointed time that God said, this is what you're going to do. So that's really good, bro, because you know what? Oftentimes it's easy to look from the outside in mm-hmm. and envy what someone else is doing. Right. Right. Because they have the platform, because right. they have the influence. But you don't know what that person went through right. to get there. Right. And even though they may be marred and scarred, you don't know what they've had to sacrifice, what they've had, the tears they've had to cry, yes. right? The seasons of loneliness that they've had to go through in yes. order to get where they are. And so if you're in that place right now uh, 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 and you're, you're seeing people that seem to be operating in their areas of gifting, understand this, first of all, that gifting and purpose are... Are two different things. Oof. Yes. 
right? Yes. Because there's a lot of per- people who are operating in, in a gift that have not yet found their purpose. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who are in purpose who are not gifted from man's perspective, right? right? right. Because it's God that gives the gifts. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we're not able to really tap into who we are because we're so focused on uh, Brother Joe, mm-hmm. uh, who seems to be operating in what we call a successful ministry. Yeah. And, and we miss what God is trying to do through us, right? right? And right. so you have to find your lane, stay in your stay in your lane. And that's one thing, man, now that I'm in, in my mid fifties that I am I've learned it, but I'm still learning that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But but being able to 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 be still, be still and don't get ahead of God because we can frustrate God's process. Yes. We can be the ones that become a stumbling block mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. it all. Absolutely. We can be the ones that are disobedient when God is calling us for obedience for sure. to do this, to, to do a something, a certain thing yeah. in that season. Uh-huh. There are times when we frustrate mm-hmm. the process, mm-hmm. not necessarily that, you know, we're trying to, you know, make the better of it, but we can make it worse yeah. because we just are comparing. We're looking at, like you said, Brother Joe over there. Brother mm-hmm. Joe, man, he is singing his heart out and the power of God is moving. Well, you know what? I can sing better than Brother Joe. <laughs> I can lead better than Brother Joe. Or someone that's at your job, maybe. Yeah. You know, I can do a better job managing all this stuff. Right. But when it comes down to it, when as soon as we compare, pride steps in mm-hmm. and it frustrates mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. God is wanting to do. Yeah. And there's work that we have at that time that we need to get done. And we need to remove that pride. So that that's a mature thought process right there. Because number one, and, and I, I, I've, I've said this, and I'm really preaching this uh, to uh, people that I come across, is being able to discern the times and seasons mm-hmm. of your life, right? Mm-hmm. You, ever, you ever picked a piece of fruit off of a tree that looked delicious on the in, in, outside mm-hmm. but when you bit into it it was it was sour it was yeah. it was hard and it wasn't ready right? Right, right and and so you need to be able to discern and i tell you it takes a burden of responsibility off of you when you can say okay god i'm putting this sovereign my trust and faith into your sovereignty understanding that my times and my seasons are in your hands yeah right, right. and 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 it's it's listen people are not your stepping stone mm-hmm the church is not your talent agency. Right. It's not your talent agency. Right. <laughs> yeah. So so ministry. So we we when we think about ministry, um, you know, we define ministry as pulpit ministry. Praise God, I have the opportunity. I'm I'm involved in pulpits pulpit ministry. You're involved in pulpit ministry, but that's not the pinnacle of ministry. Bingo. Right? Right. Ministry is who who I am every day for the kingdom of God, right. Right? right? The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I don't even repeat that other part, mm-hmm. and these things shall be added, although mm-hmm. I just did. But in my own personal yeah. self-talk, I don't even repeat that because it would push me into a wrong motive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Of wanting to receive the other things, right? Right. So I'm focused on seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That positions me in relationship with God. And now I I'm in a place where God, I'm allowing God to shave those those edges mm, off of me, that's right? Good. Yes. And and I can tell you this, bro. I've been at our church now 
for for 16 years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was called to the ministry at age 12, and I've been uh, preaching since age 12. And and when I before I came to uh, our church, um, the Lord told me that I'm about to expose you to some new things, mm-hmm. right? New things. And when you're in your little inner circle, um, your inner circle, you shine bright. Right. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. right? You, yeah. you shine bright in your inner you circle. Can, yeah. But when God exposes you to the light of the world mm. or to the influence of the world, and I don't mean world as in sin, I mean just in the, you know, yeah. in the, in the, in the cosmos, not cosmos, but right. you know just what I'm greater, trying to say. Greater sense. Greater yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Greater <laughs> sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, you become, you become smaller. Right. Right. You become smaller. And oftentimes we have this grandiose idea of ourselves mm-hmm. uh, because our inner circle has built us up so much yes. right and we've heard them without hearing god right right and so mm. we can move in scenarios and move in arenas where we think hey we have it together and god is really saying no you don't mm-hmm. so my point is this i've been there for 16 years and it has been a journey yeah it's been a journey yeah. i love our church yeah i love my brothers and sisters but you go through seasons where sometimes Mm, it's mm. just not it's not the best right, right. it's not the best right. and 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 sometimes people will uproot themselves from a situation mm-hmm. because it's just not the ideal situation and god is saying i need you to be planted in that place because it's the normalities of dysfunction right. and the and the consistencies of issues and troubles that is going to form you mm. and allow Christ to be formed in you, yes. right? Yeah. And allow you to be transformed into the image of God, right? Right? Right. So there's something that has been turning through my mind, right? So in the book of Isaiah, it talks about, and let me see if I have it here right in front of me. It says uh, in Isaiah, Chapter number 49, it says, listen to me, O coastlands. This is God talking to the, he's talking to not only to Israel, he's talking to the area surrounding Israel, but he says, the Lord called me from the womb, from the body of my mother, he named my name. Hmm. He made my mouth like a sharp sword in the shadow of his hand. He hid me. He made me a polished Arrow. Oh, dude, that's so in powerful. His quiver. That's so powerful. He hid me uh, away. Dude, there is so much meat in there. Let me just say <laughs> yeah. this first of all. I want to comment on that because it's yeah. funny you read that. I wasn't going to read that scripture, but one of the things as I was thinking about this conversation today, I wanted to talk about how God hides his treasure. Yes. He hides his Ooh. treasure, bro. Yeah. And you know, dude, God is God is such um, he has such manifold wisdom and he does everything with grace and yeah. intent. Yes. Right? That scripture right there, think about what it's saying. God, yeah. he'll hide you, yeah. right? To perfect you yeah. so then that he can present you, mm-hmm. right? And then he shoots you out of that quiver. Ooh, releases he you. He releases out. you, bro. Man. And in that season, when it's your time, when it's your time, Oh my gosh, I'm living this right now yeah. in my 16-year tenure at our church. Yeah. I'm just now starting to walk, I feel, in the purpose that I saw right. in myself. Right, right. You're an arrow. 
I'm an you arrow. You knew who you were. I knew who I was, yeah. right? And so if you know who you are today, if you feel like you have a call of God on your life, I want to encourage you and give you some words of wisdom to be still. Be yes. still. Because like he just read, you are an arrow in God's quiver, yes. and he knows exactly when to shoot you and where to shoot you. And if you are out of alignment with his will, man, you'll be sitting in that quiver for Ooh. a very long time. <laughs> Well, and thinking about it too, you, polishing, yeah. right? What is the point of polishing? Yeah. You're sharpening. Mm-hmm. You're loosening things that shouldn't mm-hmm. have been there that have Getting made you- layers right, off of you. Right. Layers of gunk and junk. Yes. <laughs> things that have made you, uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, not blunt, but- um, Dull? Dull. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know where I was getting blunt from, <laughs> but you're, you're dull. Not on this show, bro. Right. <laughs> So you're dull. (laughs) You are someone that you don't, if if he released you, you're not going to hit anything. Yeah. You're going to just bounce right off. Yeah. But he's polishing you in the hidden places. Yeah. He's polishing you right now when you are not being seen by everybody, Mm -hmm. when your appointed time has not come up. He is polishing you. And your job is to allow yourself to be polished right now. Dude, so check this out. So in the Pentecostal realm, um, I feel like that we suffer from ADHD. Mm. Let me tell you what I mean. To go ahead, that. talk about it. Talk about <laughs> we, it. We always have to be doing something, moving, touching, uh, singing, walking, running. And sometimes we forget the art and the ministry of stillness. Yes. Jesus says many times, or the word says, the Lord says, should I say, be still and know Mm -hmm. that I am God, you know? And I'm going to give you this real example quickly because it's so powerful. It was a life lesson for me. I raised a Doberman from uh, from six weeks or excuse me, nine weeks old until he was 11, right? Beautiful dog. You've seen him. Beautiful Doberman. God rest his soul. I miss him so much. Best dog ever. Uh, And I, I raised and trained him myself. And the, this dog, I could literally leave a plate of food on the coffee table, leave the room for I don't know how long, and he wouldn't touch it. Wow. He was trained well. Wow. He wouldn't chew my shoes. I would le- I could leave him in the house for eight hours. He wouldn't use the, the bathroom in the house. Oh, wow. um, and, and I trained him very well, right? Mm-hmm. But there was one thing that I didn't do well with him. When I would walk him on his leash... He would pull me and pull Mm. me and it would frustrate me so badly. And I would take his chain and I would put him down to the ground and say, you know, hold on, just, just wait. And I let him up and boom, he'd take off again. Right. And one night I was walking him and he was pulling me on the chain and the Lord spoke to me so plainly. I can see the corner that I was standing on. And he said, Dana, that's how you are with me. Wow. That's how you are with me. And bro, it broke my heart. It broke my heart that God would use that as an, as an analogy to show me where I was in my walk with the Lord, you know? Yeah. And, and, and by, by that, it began to teach me this principle to walk as he walks Mm -hmm. and stand still as he stands still. Right. That is a powerful life lesson that God taught me in that moment, probably eight years ago, that I have lived out. And yeah. it has it has blessed 
my walk with the Lord. I still have moments of frustration. Mm -hmm. I still have moments when I feel like, God, what are you doing? But God has taught me, Dana, you need to discern, discern when I'm moving and when I'm being still. And we as Pentecostals, we need to learn the art of being still because it's those moments of stillness yes. that that grow the roots of our, our, our the root system of our tree grows, yeah. right? It, right? It grows. Have you ever had those moments where you feel like that you're kind of getting ahead of God? Oh, absolutely. There was times when you just kind of like, man, there was times when <laughs> I would try to uh in a service i remember there were times i would try to kind of like push myself into things that i shouldn't have (laughs) yeah it wasn't where god was at and i would try to move in that in that kind of like atmosphere and Mm. i would think oh i know know, what you're talking about what i'm doing in here but it's not what you're talking about god Mm -hmm. wanted to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and but let me just say this though i i can relate to what you're saying Mm -hmm. but that doesn't come out of a of a place of pride or a place of inserting yourself Mm -hmm. it's a place of zeal Right. Yeah, and zeal yes. can, can be a healthy thing. Right. But zeal according to knowledge. Right. Right. And so so within that, how have you how what have you done to to pay attention to that and to what solution have you found for, right. for yourself? So I'll be honest, it was rough. Mm-hmm. There were times when uh, <laughs> I learned the hard way yeah. to shut my mouth yeah. and wait for God to do something. Mm-hmm. So I would say something out of, you know, honestly, it, it came out as uh, from my flesh or it came out of something that I thought, you know, was for that moment. And then a man, uh, a pastor or somebody would come by and just kind of yeah. take the mic yeah, out of yeah, my yeah, hand, yeah, yeah. just real subtly yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And so I've had to just learn yeah. to just keep quiet, but what do I do now that I can maybe give as a solution for individuals that maybe you feel like I need, I just need to go do something right now. There's something that you can do. And it's this in that moment, pray, mm-hmm. just stop and pray God and humble. What yourself. do I need to do? And humble yes. yourself, allow yourself yep. to be molded and allow God to say to mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. And then I'll be honest, there's times when he hasn't said a word to me mm-hmm. in that moment. I'm like, God, what are we doing? Silence. Bro, so let me tell you something. I I, I so admire that. And that's the reason why you're sitting on, in that seat today on this show, because I've, I've seen those moments mm-hmm. in your life. I've mm-hmm. actually seen those moments in your life. Nice. I've seen those moments in my own life. I can remember, remember one night, it was a Sunday night, and I was leading the service, and <laughs> you know, it, I'm just going to be transparent. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. uh, and, 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 uh, it was after, uh, right before the choir, uh, started singing and there was a move of God in there. And I had this persona of what I felt like the anointing looked like and mm-hmm. what it sounded like. Yeah. This is probably 12, 13 years ago. Okay. Okay. And I begin to operate in that. And I can remember looking over and seeing our pastor Mm. out of the corner of my eye. And he told the music, shut it down, Mm. shut him down. Right. Yeah. And man, it pierced my spirit when it happened. But again, it it was a teachable moment for me. Right. right? Right. And so here's my point. Ministry 
if you don't get anything else from from this 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 podcast, understand that ministry is authentic. Yes. It's authentic. Yes. I can't minister like you. Right. You can't minister like me right, right. because it's fake. Mm-hmm. It's false. Yep. And it took me a number of years, Josh, to understand number one that my gifts and talents mean nothing. Mm. Right. Yeah. I may have the ability to speak. I may be articulate. I may be able to to read a crowd and 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 speak well, but. Those gifts and talents mean nothing if it's not coming from a place of sincerity. Bingo. Right? Yes. Right? Yes. And and so ministry, talk about for a moment about the authenticity of, oh. of ministry. I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> Let's just say I've been in a lot of places where people haven't been authentic. Mm. And it shows. Mm. And you know, when you're somebody that is sincere, like, I believe I'm a sincere person when I step mm-hmm. up in, into a place of ministry. Like, when this, if you all don't know me, God is everything to me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not just it's saying true. that. Like, I'm just saying that. Like, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is my life. You're the real deal. God is my thing. Yeah. So when an individual steps up there and you can tell that they don't have that walk with God, Mm -hmm. that they don't, they're not ministering out of a place of sincerity. They're ministering out of a place of my position, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. I got right now. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do. This is what I feel I need to go and do because the service needs to go in this specific scheduling that I have set it to be Mm -hmm. or that... I have to have it to where this musician plays at this part or this singer sings right here and it all has to go how I want it. That's not all the time yeah. a sincere place. Right. That's not all the time authentic. Mm-hmm. There's a place where it can be, but mm-hmm. not all the mm-hmm. time. There's a time and place for that. There's a time and place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let me just say that you have to get into a place where you are walking with God in prayer in fasting, in worship, in praise, mm-hmm. in every aspect of your life has to be in alignment with God and you're sincere mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. You have to be sincere with And not him. just sincere, but you have to be honest with God. Yes, right, absolutely. Because God, he sees, he sees it. He sees it. Yeah. So, so I want you to go a little bit deeper with that because I, I want people to really feel this moment, yeah. right? Um, because when you look at authenticity of ministry, it really requires you to be vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. You open yourself up and you give of yourself. That's what Jesus did. Right. He gave of himself, right. right? And oftentimes we in the body of Christ, man, you know, I, I can speak for my own personal life. I was an addict for 15 years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 15 years. And some of the things that I experienced in that bout of addiction um, is things that are unspeakable things. And right. I never really talked about it. I mean, people, they kind of know, yeah, Dana, you know, he he had, you know, some addiction in his past. Um, but, you know, if you are afraid, if you are f- afraid to operate uh, uh, in, in, in the areas that God has delivered you from, mm-hmm. you're never, ever going to be able to minister effectively. Mm. 
right? Yeah. And not to say that you have to have gone through an addiction right. or gone through a divorce or gone through some traumatic thing, right. Right. but but being authentic to your your true self. Yeah. I have a I have a quote that God gave me some years ago, and it says uh, um, uh, that integrity is tested in the presence of oneself, mm. right? Yeah. So so that's being in touch with who you are, yeah. and and understanding your frailties, your poverty without Christ, your weaknesses, your strengths, mm-hmm. right? And that's the place where you minister from. Right. 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 Have you seen, and I'm sure, I mean, I know I've seen people who were not great orators, yeah. but they, they were, they were transparent. Mm-hmm. Right. And it touched people right. because that authenticity connected with people. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And individuals, you know, that don't have these, these great communicative skills. I'm one of them. I'm not a very good communicator, oh, that's not true. but I can tell I don't you think that's true, that there are that's individuals true. <laughs> that can step up and they just need to speak just 10 words mm-hmm. and something changes mm-hmm. in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it came from a place that is, mm-hmm. it, whether it's a broken place, mm-hmm. whether it was a place that God was moving in dramatic ways in their lives mm-hmm. or is in the stillness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That God was moving in them and it was producing mm-hmm. fruit mm-hmm. from that point. Mm-hmm. I've seen it and I know that it, it still happens. It's happening in all of us. It can happen in you, those of you that are watching, mm-hmm. being still and allowing God to work in those honest, sincere places and just being completely 100% true with Him. Now, you brought up something interesting about integrity. The word integrity means oneness. Mm. You're mm, one. Mm, mm. No matter where you're at, mm-hmm. that's who you are. That's so good. No right matter there. where you're one at. One with yourself. You're one with yourself. Mm-hmm. You're one with any circumstance that mm-hmm. you're in. Mm-hmm. That is you. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're in the presence of God or you're in front of sinners. Mm. You are the same individual. Mm-hmm. You are that person that is sincere towards God. Yeah. You are one. Yeah. In him. I like that. And in yourself. So as people that are one, it shouldn't be a hard thing yeah. to minister from a place of authenticity yeah. and honesty. Yeah, that's that's so good, man. You know, and I, I can say that's good because I've lived both sides of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I've lived a long time. Uh, and there's, you know, there's things behind it. You know, people are the way they are because of mm. it's, it's the, it's the, what do you call it? The, the theory of um, uh, cause and effect. Mm-hmm. There's always something behind the curtain, right? right? And, and, and you don't have to, you know, share whatever that is, but uh, people deal with hurts and issues and pain and problems and, and all those things. And it can cause you to become fragmented as an individual, mm-hmm. right? right? And, and that comes across in every Everything that you do in your relationships, in the way that you communicate, uh, and especially in ministry. People, when you think about ministry, what is ministry? Ministry is serving, right? Jesus said that the greatest among you shall be your servant, right? Right, right. And so you're serving. I mean, think about it in terms of going to a restaurant. When the waiter brings your food, they serve you this plate Mm -hmm. of food. They're bringing you your food. They're bringing you your water. They're bringing you salt and pepper. They're serving you. You know, you're you're the center of, of attention. And that's what ministry is all about. It's not about you know, how well 
can I preach this message? Mm-hmm. Or how well can I sing this song? Or how well can I read this scripture? No, uh, you need to transition to what is the need of the people. And I praise God because again, it's been a, it's been a journey for my own personal life and I'm not patting myself on the back because I have not arrived. But all glory to God, God has taught me how to feel and discern the needs of people, right? right? Right. Because we're serving the kingdom of God by serving people. Yes. And for me, something that's spoken to me, all this, uh, it's kind of like just been, I don't want to say a mantra for my life, but it's definitely something that I've had as, as one of the foundations of my life. I am here. Anything for ministry or I'm here for, uh, anything in the just worshiping God, whatever, I'm here to serve. Mm-hmm. I'm here to serve. Mm-hmm. Like no matter where I'm at, I'm here to serve. Yeah. I am here. If I'm not singing, I'm serving in some other okay. capacity. Okay. If I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm either serving the people there or when it comes to worship, mm-hmm. I'm serving God there and I'm worshiping mm-hmm. him. I'm presenting everything I can to him. Yeah. No matter where I'm at, yeah. I'm a servant. When I, I come that. to school, I'm a teacher. Guess who I'm serving? I love that. My students. I love that. So listen to this. That's so good. It's a great segue into, into what I want to say because the Bible says that whatever you do in word or in deed— that that man, that's all encompassing right there. Yeah. Whatever he says, whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, if you find yourself in a place where you have this um, this idea of what m- ministry looks like uh, and it's not happening, and you're frustrated. I encourage you to serve wherever you can. Yes. If it's picking up trash in the yes. in the parking lot, if it's cleaning the restrooms, because those deeds are serving the Lord. And it's proving not just to God, you don't have to prove anything to God because he already knows everything, mm-hmm. but it's proving to yourself. Yeah. And oftentimes we do have things to prove to ourselves yeah. that I'm in this for the long haul. I'm in this for the right reasons. I'm not in this just to get a mic in my hand. And yeah. I have been there. Yeah. I'm sure you've been there as well, uh, but, yes. but it's not about that. And when yes. God sees that you can serve, no matter what you do, no matter what your hands find to do, do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and if you can learn to do that, I don't care how old you are. If you're 16, 25, 45, or 80, serve where you can serve. And I yes. promise you, if you do that, there is going to come a day of reward. And so here's another thing resolving yourself, resolving yourself to the sovereignty of God, because we may feel sometimes that God has called us to pulpit ministry. Maybe he didn't really call you to pulpit ministry. Right. 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 Maybe he did not. Maybe he did. And maybe he did not. Mm -hmm. If he did praise God. And if he did not praise praise God. God, Right. So this is about the kingdom. We are ambassadors in the earth. Our job is to build the kingdom of God in the earth. And so I want to encourage you today that if you are feeling frustrated, know this, that there is a time and season, right? That you are valuable, that you matter to the kingdom of God. See, the enemy will try and tell us that we don't matter right? when we feel overlooked, yes. when we feel marginalized, oh. right? 
let me let me just tell a little story here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there was this was years back. We used to have a youth camp that our church was a part of, mm-hmm. and I think I was like sixteen at the time, maybe seventeen. And I was placed on trash duty. <laughs> that was my job the entire camp. Yeah, I had to take out all the trash from the kitchen, the trash that was all over the camp. If there was trash on the ground, I had to pick it up. Yeah, that was my job. Yeah, and there was another young man that was that had that job. Um, and I remember we were uh, we were it was just right after lunch. It was hot. It was smelly. Mm. They had I don't remember what they had made that day, but oh my <laughs> goodness, did it stink. It did not smell good. It was good. not good. <laughs> and I remember just grabbing that trash out of the out of the 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 barrel there and I had to lug it on my shoulder mm. because the other individual had the wagon that we would put all the trash in. So he had not been there for like 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> So, and the trash was building up. Everyone's like, you got to take out the trash. Don't worry. I'm going, I'm going somewhere with this. (laughs) I just remember I was, I took that trash in my hand and I had to walk up this hill to get to the trash house. Right. And it's smelling, it's dripping on my back. Oh God. It's sticky. Mm. It's hot. I'm sweating. And I remember saying, God, why are you doing this Mm. to me? Mm. All these other people, <laughs> they are they they're not doing this. Yeah, uh, these people that say like, oh, you know, pick up the trash. These people that pick up the trash, I've never heard, seen them take this right this nasty right. trash <laughs> up to a trash house to throw it away. Yeah, and here I am, God. Like, why mm-hmm. is this happening? I've had those moments to me, <laughs> and this other individual was a great man, great young man, you know. He was always a uh, someone that was up there preaching and doing big things and you know, I just remember I was thinking here I am doing this and right as I'm walking up there, I see that individual with the his little wagon there and he's talking to all the girls. <laughs> Here I am. That's so funny. Putting the trash down and having to go get more. Yeah. Because there he is talking. And I just remember so frustrated, so angry. Yeah. Just why me? Why why is this happening to me? And so let me encourage some of you. I've been there. Yeah. What Dana's talking about, about you picking up trash and doing this, serving wherever you can. I've been there. And let me tell you. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You're, it's demeaning to you sometimes. It's, it's frustrating. But let me tell you, it's going to be worth the wait. Mm. Bro, can I just bring that down just a little bit? Because, yeah. because think about the importance of that job. Mm-hmm. Right. Every aspect of that camp meeting, every yeah. every aspect of it was important for the success of the meeting. Now, if you had not done what you had to do and the ch- the trash piled up and piled up and pa- yeah. piled up, it would be a hindrance to right. other aspects of 
that event, right? Right. So, no job is too small, right? When you when you put it in in the pers- in the perspective of That's kingdom work, nothing is too small, nothing mm-hmm. is too menial. It's all important yes. and all vital yes. for the success of the kingdom of God. So Josh, what would you, what would you say? And, and you know what? I, I, uh, I'm grateful for that story. Thank you for mm-hmm. sharing that. But I, I want to, I want to clarify something that when we talk about, uh, picking up trash, uh, or cleaning the bathrooms, my mind goes immediately to youth, mm-hmm. youth, right? And, and I'm sure we're going to have some people that are on, you know, watching this podcast that are my age that mm-hmm. are still feeling frustrated because I know I still feel frustrated. And there'll be some people that are 60 and 70 that are still feeling frustrated. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're never too old, uh, never too young to to do kingdom work, whatever right. that kingdom work may be. Right. So so what would you say to the audience uh, that uh, that are watching and who are feel like they're frustrated uh, in, in their waiting season. And what would you say, uh, what advice would you give them while they're waiting? So when you're waiting, there's some things that I've also learned in the waiting. Not only do you have to have the faith that it's not always going to be like this, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a different day coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The second thing is you have to change your expectations, mm, right? That's so powerful because right there. So many people think, well, I'm called to preach. Are you are you sure? Because what if you're called to teach a very important Bible study to somebody that is going to be the mm. next Paul, mm, mm. the next Apollos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the next Peter? Mm-hmm. What if you're somebody that's called to do something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're preaching to them change your expectation but you need to look at what if god is calling you to something that's different from Mm -hmm. your calling Mm -hmm. that you think Mm -hmm. it is so change your perspective change your expectation of what it looks like of what you think your calling looks like and i would say also you know serving where you're at Mm -hmm. but also at the same time, not only just serving where you're at, praying, God, show me what does need to get done mm, right now. What needs to get done now? What needs to mm. happen mm. now? Because mm. if you have me here, then there might be something mm-hmm. that I can do mm-hmm. that I can't see yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Lord, show me mm-hmm. what is it that I can do around here. Yeah. What is something... Maybe there's a place I need to go pray for. Mm. Maybe there's some because we can all pray. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can all mm-hmm, we don't we mm-hmm, don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to be behind a pulpit to pray. Yeah, right. We can go and do a prayer walk somewhere. For sure. Somewhere. My wife and I we we went and prayed for a local town here. Even though we may not be called to go and, and preach here or start a church here, but we're praying. Mm-hmm. God, do something in this town. So you're abiding the time. You're abiding the time until God delivers yeah. what he says he's going to deliver. Absolutely. Okay. So that's the advice that you would give? For I would absolutely abide do Abide the time? There's work I, to get yeah. done. I get done. love that, Josh. I love that. So in summary, folks, so here, here's the thing. You know, in ministry, uh, as well as life, we're going to get frustrated uh, along the process. But those moments of frustration are a part of the journey. And you, you know, you need to discern, first of all, 
where you are on the journey. Yeah. Be still and know that God is God and he has a sovereign time and purpose for your life. And if you if you look at every character in the Bible, I mean, from uh, Adam and Eve to Abraham to uh, Joseph, uh, all the way up to to John on the Isle of Patmos, um, there was a there was a waiting period. There was a waiting right. period. Abide your time in the waiting period. Plan in the waiting period. Prepare in the waiting period. And I guarantee you when God releases that arrow out of his quiver, you're going to be prepared. So I want to say thank you, Josh, for, yes, for coming on the show today, man. It's been Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. I'll have to have you back. <laughs> yes, sir. I'd love to come back. This yeah, is awesome. Yeah. This so Life Talk time. Radio is super excited that you're tuning in. Please do me a favor again, like our content, share our content, and leave us some suggestions. And maybe you might even want to appear on the show. <laughs> That's always a possibility. So thank you so much for tuning in. You have a great day. And remember that God is sovereign and you. You matter. God bless you.